0: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self.
2: As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in
1: hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. That's what friendship is for. It's for companionship. It's such a unique relationship that's outside of family relationships or romantic relationships. So we want to be able to feel like conversations are bridges and they're exciting and they feel, you know, lively and they're not battlefields that we feel, oh, God, I'm going through something or I'm kind of upset at my friend and I don't know how to bring it up to them. Hello. Hello. Hi,
2: guys. Welcome back.
1: We are so excited to be recording today. Um, As we can see, it's been some time, but we're not going to harp on that because we are committed to trying to just move forward. Ravisha and I were starting this episode and not knowing how to start. We were like, this is kind of ripping a Band-Aid off, but yeah. we are going to practice what we preach in terms of leaning into the uncertainty. We're going to rip the Band-Aid off and we're just going to keep rolling along.
2: Yeah, I guess we can just... Dive right in. Um, honestly, we don't have much of an explanation other than saying busy schedules. I that
1: t- the world has been kind of falling apart. Yeah, and we've not too. been doing that.
2: You know, I can't agree more on that. That's it's been hard to like emotionally. I think deal with that and go on about our day to days and like kind yeah. of act like everything's normal. So I definitely think because of that, we have kind of pushed our podcast a little bit to the side, but. Yeah. You know, we also understand that there's nothing we can do and we just have to push forward. And so here we are recording.
1: Here we are recording. And in transparency, I guess I'm like, when you say that we're reflecting on how we would text in the morning Ravish and I always text each other. Good morning, like a couple. And we ask how we're doing. And I, if I can remember correctly, really like the last two months, it's just been us responding, blah, moving along trying to get through the day. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Like those are the kind of responses we've had. So if you've been in a state where you've also just been feeling generally like numb, down, depressed, I want to also just normalize that because that's something that we've been going through. And so during those times, it can be really hard to move along and do things that bring you joy. But ultimately, Ravisha and I have been have been talking about what does bring us joy, and the podcast is one thing. So we really think it's important for us to lean into that, even if there are days that we wake up not feeling very motivated. So I don't know. Yeah. Would that we encourage you to do the same to your to your, the capacity that you can?
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, like one of the words we used this week, I think, was surviving. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> I think just,
1: you were like surviving, not thriving, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like I think you're like, "How's your day?" And I was like, "Just surviving, just getting through." Because I, I didn't sure most of you can relate to like sometimes you're just going through the motions of your day just to get through and then to just repeat it all the next day and a part of that is just because you're becoming numb to maybe things around you mm-hmm. and it's hard to like really be like really like settle in with your emotions and deal with that and it's easier sometimes to run away with it um as yeah. we all know, i am the queen of that so you know just like taking time to reflect i think it's been good
1: yeah and I love that you bring that up with how you're the queen of running away from conversations because that goes into exactly what we're gonna talk about today. So I was on Instagram scrolling on Instagram, surprise, surprise, and I'd seen this quote that we will tag. It's from We the Urban, I believe. Okay. I like, I really like their account. They have yeah. very inspiring things that's been helpful for me in the last couple months. But one of them were about conversations and how 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 to strive for relationships where conversations feel like bridges and not battlefields. And that really stuck with me in the way that I had internalized for so long conversations to be something that are scary, that are going to lead to conflict, and exactly what this quote was, that it's going to be battlefields. When The reality is conversations and even conflict – The goal of it is to be a bridge in a relationship, like a bridge of understanding between two perspectives. And so something like this really sat with me because I think a lot of us stray away from conversations, like exactly what you said, because we're worried it's going to be a battlefield. And how great could life and relationships be if those conversations could be like bridges instead of a battlefield?
2: Yeah, that's a really great quote because I, I never thought to compare it like that, like a bridge versus a battlefield, because I'm always thinking about a battlefield, Hmm. and but when you put it in that perspective it makes it almost easier to open up those doors for like tough conversations
1: yeah well for you what do you think that makes it a battlefield like what are some worries that come up because I imagine mm-hmm. other people relate
2: I think one of the worries that comes up is that like I just don't know how the other person will react and I'm mm-hmm. always assuming like a negative reaction hence um thinking that it's like a battlefield that like i have to like fight for myself almost mm-hmm. and i'm not really good at doing that i'm trying to work on that and so i think that's why it feels like a battlefield most of the time and i think a lot of it has to do with just having effective communication as well i think that can be tough when you don't yeah. have those tools
1: yeah like how to effectively communicate and then i also think we're just so scared of unpleasant and negative reactions from people and I don't know I guess this is like the therapist in me coming out of negative reactions which has been so interesting for me when I talk to people about it that negative reactions can be also bridging like we can still bridge through people having a negative reaction or being hurt Mm -hmm. by something but like how can we overcome that together which for me has also been quite a journey because I would avoid any kind of conversations because I was nervous someone would be upset but then I've also seen the more that I've had Conversations with people who know how to regulate their emotions. Cause I I want to say too, like some people don't know how to regulate their emotions, and yeah. this is really feels like a battlefield. But when I think about conversations with like you or any other friends who are emotionally mature, um, or even Raj, that even though there can be negative reactions or responses, like we can still find a way to connect through it. So think that's really important to discuss too like how can we be in relationships where we can have negative experiences and negative responses but we can still have it be a bridge of a conversation and not a battlefield
2: yeah that's a good point how do you think that how do you like change your perspective into thinking it more of as a bridge versus a battlefield how do you like how would you like what would you tell yourself going into a conversation
1: yeah I think that I would really make it clear to even the other person that the reason that I'm bringing the conversation up is because I care about the relationship.
3: Mm-hmm. I think that's
1: really powerful to even start a conversation like, hey, I've been thinking about this. And um, first of all, seeing if it's a good time for the person, because there are times I'm really irritable and I don't want to have a conversation like it doesn't really freaking matter if someone you know is trying to bring something that's like productive I'm not in a headspace to have it and so Raj and I have gotten into this routine more of asking like is now a good time to talk about this if not when is a good time so that both of us are in the right headspace to have a conversation from the way of looking at it like a bridge and not a battlefield so I just want to first say that piece like checking in and letting the other person also know that you care about where they are emotionally and then also to really state clearly that you are saying it because you care about the relationship and you don't want to do it to criticize them or bring them down but it's because you want to have a stronger relationship Mm -hmm. and I think doing that can get people on the same page like the other person also be like yes I care about this relationship too and I want to have a stronger relationship so us having this conversation will lead to that versus just like springing on to someone which I mean I used to do all the time and at times when I'm you know, mad, I still will do it, but it really can it make or break a conversation.
2: Yeah. Like as soon as you said that, almost like a light bulb clicked in my head. Cause I was like, that matters when so much, because like, if you're ready to have a conversation with someone and it's like m- maybe some sort of confrontation or just to discuss mm-hmm. how you're feeling If that other person is not ready to hear that, it is not going to go well. Mm -hmm. It's almost going to lead to like more destruction in a way. Like you said, it depends on your mood, how you're feeling, and you're right. Just asking someone when a good time is makes all the difference, and it Mm -hmm. could make it also can put you at ease knowing that okay, they're ready to talk, but not now, and that's okay.
1: Yeah, and I think it also just shows that you are honoring their needs and then they also can know your needs and they can honor that because then we know that okay we're creating a bridge because I care about you but I think it can be really hard to have to reframe this when you don't know like you haven't had healthy examples of maybe like communication growing up like that (laughs) can really get in the way um for me, I hadn't really witnessed conflict be healthy or like communication be smooth. And so I always just like communicated so aggressively. And I didn't realize that I was doing that. And it was really hurting my relationship. So I think we also have to take moments to reflect why it can be hard to do this, because it's also to slow down and better the way we communicate. That's something that is in many for many people like breaking a generational cycle, because they're used to communicating in ways that are like abrasive or even avoidant. Like avoidant communication is still a style of communication.
2: Especially in those South Asian immigrant families. Oh
1: God, you just don't say anything. Like you know it's such it's so awkward because everyone is mad and you can you could feel it. Like you feel it in the room that people are mad. No one is saying anything.
2: (laughs) I know. And honestly that's kind of how I handled conflict slash communication is like just bearing bearing it so deep within myself and then there'll be a point where I would explode and Mm -hmm. then I would come off as like so aggressive and yeah kind of rude because you're like
1: a volcano that's like exploding
2: it would just erupt and unfortunately whoever was around me would kind of like bear the brunt of that Mm -hmm. and I remember like just kind of really get back in and checking in with myself that like, this is not how I want to communicate Mm. with people. Like this is not how I want to express my feelings and I need to do a better job. And so for me to kind of go back to square one, it was me realizing that like, kind of what I had around me growing up and then what I wanted to change about that and how I can make this more of an easier transition to be. Like, instead Mm -hmm. of like bearing it within, maybe like as soon as I'm feeling something, be able to talk about it or feel comfortable
1: enough yeah. To talk about yeah yeah and to just bring it up in a way that shows that you care about the person because you don't want to have like we have conversations in relationships because we care about the relationship and i think that's also about letting people know we care about them i don't think we do that enough in relationships no, either like people don't know how deeply we care about one another
2: i know and it's so important to share how you feel about those around you. Like we forget, Mm -hmm. like, I think we take it for granted, knowing that they're already in your circle or, you know, that you think in your head, like, oh, they know how, how I feel about them. But like, sometimes people really don't. Yeah. And we should share like how much we love someone or like how much we care for them and how much they mean to us. Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, it's a good reminder. It's like nice to hear that from someone I as well, like re- reciprocating that.
1: So, yeah. and I think also doing that leads to environments where we can have more productive conversations because I think that when we have these conversations that aren't as productive as maybe because the other person feels attacked or they feel judged and they don't feel safe in the environment. And I don't think we realize how safe or unsafe we feel in an environment until we have a confrontation because that's when you're like, oh, are we in this together? Or are we not? And so when we already do like the legwork before having a conversation like that of reminding people that we care about them or doing little acts of kindness or, you know, speaking their love language, whatever it is, then I think when we have these conversations, it's not going to feel as much like a battlefield. It'll feel more like a bridge because they already know that we care about them. And so yeah. creating those environments where people know and that I think that is so important but there's also so much that gets in the way of that I'm thinking about a few but I'd be curious to hear for you from you first like why do you think we don't we we get too busy or whatever to not create those environments
2: um because I think it's exactly what you just said like we don't take time to like understand like when we're feeling a certain type of way we don't try to understand the other perspective or like how the other person is feeling and we just think in that moment like like, in the heat of the moment, how you're feeling and, like, how you just want to, like, not burn the other person, but, like, you want your voice and your opinion to be heard. And mm-hmm. so you don't take account to, like, how the other person might feel about that. And that's why you can kind of turn the yeah. other way. Yeah. I love that.
1: Have you seen that quote that is, like, the listening to be understood or listening to understand and not listening to be heard that I think is so important
2: because
1: we we keep and we even think about communication like the emphasis on it typically is how to have people like hear what you're saying how do you persuade people how do you get people on your side like it's very me focused versus I think like the real healthy communication is very like the other person focus or the overall relationship focus. And that means you are listening to understand someone. You're not listening necessarily to get your point across.
2: I think we forget about the bigger picture at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if you're talking to like a loved one or like a friend, anyone, we forget that we're on the same side. Like there's no me versus you. But in that moment, I think like sometimes it becomes that, especially if you're having a confrontational conversation, Mm -hmm. it becomes me versus you and Like you just said with that quote, it's more about like, okay, you need to listen to me and what I'm saying instead of you need to understand what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and where I'm coming from. It's like such a different perspective if you look at it. And that's why I think sometimes that can lead to those like battlefield type conversations Mm -hmm. because you're making it a me versus you thing.
1: Yeah. And I can't help but think about how lonely that has to feel. And I felt this before, but like when you don't feel you can – really open up in relationships because you're so worried that these conversations are going to be like a battlefield. So then you just don't say anything, but then you're not getting any of your needs met and you're not communicating with people. So you're kind of just living in your own head and that's really, really isolating.
2: And then when you're in your own head and isolated, it becomes even, even worse of a situation to try to bring something up because you've already kind of like removed yourself Mm. so much. And like that, that's almost like so much more difficult to come out of, I would say. Yeah. Is that
1: something that you've ever related to? I mean, it's something I've related to and I can share on it too, but what do you feel that comes up with being isolated like that?
2: Um. Yeah, definitely. I think it... I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think it's kind of how I was growing up most of the time, just because, like... Not that I wasn't given an opportunity to speak up, but, like, maybe the couple times I had, I realized that it was... I did not like the reaction I received. Mm-hmm. And so... That had retreated me to then just be like, "Well, I'm never going to speak up about things again," yeah. and that had left me digging a deeper hole on the other side of like isolating myself, and did cause loneliness in the way where like I just then felt like I was all by myself.
1: Mm-hmm. And I did mean to put you on the spot with that, but I feel like your story with it,
2: no, yeah,
1: really impactful because you you have shared you know the like struggling to if you like struggling to confront someone or that you've shared even even like ravisha i i think i've said this in a previous episodes that she does definitely have major middle child syndrome yeah <laughs> so that's a piece too is like how do you find your voice because i think that can be hard too especially when you don't you like don't have the practice because I think finding your voice is like a muscle so you have to keep working on it again and again and I also put her on the spot because I've seen Ravisha do that a lot more in like the last few years than I had in the beginning of our friendship so I I don't know I'm I'm inspired by that so I wanted to put her on the spot so she can
2: thanks well and I'm glad you did because like to be honest like I have no problem sharing that aspect of me because I know I'm no longer like that. Like I know that I figured something out for me, where I have a voice now and I feel more comfortable sharing how I feel. I mean, we have a podcast, so <laughs> it, I'm, I'm glad you did ask me about that because I want other people to know that it's possible to like know that you're always going to be heard you just have to accept that for yourself
1: yeah and let yourself be heard because especially when you're not you know you haven't had that in the past it can be scary like when someone's actually listening to you yeah. You can start being like, Oh, you know what, never mind, or oh yeah, it doesn't really matter. This is yeah. no big deal. Like those are all ways that we dismiss ourselves and we shouldn't start conversations with it's not a big deal, but or it's fine if you yeah. can't
2: do this, or you I know, know you're no busy. worries. I know you're busy, but like it's Yeah, like, no. Like, stop it, everyone. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. No, honestly <laughs> stop it because like it's not it's okay if you called someone. Like I feel like we're a good example of this. I like Divi and I will randomly call one another Throughout the day, depending on like how our schedules are like, and like most of the time, one of us does not pick up. It's just the reality, and it's like Div- Divya always has a good check in. She like, um, I'm sorry, like I have like a session or something or something. I'm doing this. Are, is everything okay? And I think at first I would get almost weirded out asking if everything was okay because I was like she knows I'm just calling for fun but she does it because I think she like she does it out of like respect for like me calling her and being like I can't answer right now but I want to make sure that you're good and I started to realize then that like oh she's saying it because like she cares like she cares why I'm calling and it's not and even though if I was calling just to like talk about our day she wants to make sure that like everything is good and like yeah I don't like I I don't know if I've ever told you that but like it does mean That's a lot sweet. because when you're like is everything okay and I'm always like yeah lol just yeah before you kind of like
1: brush it off and I'm like I'm just checking in on you I know
2: before I kind of would just like not really answer to that and um but now I do because I know that she's gen she genuinely cares if yeah. everything is okay.
1: Because the reality is, I mean, everything in life is prioritization. That's how I view it. And let's say someone calls me and something is really not okay. Like, you're in a state of, like, you're really upset. Something has happened in your life. Like, I will move things around to make sure I'm available. But if it's, like, a let's chat, I know that that is something that, okay, we can prioritize that later in the day. Yeah. Because – and so, yeah, like, letting people know that you do care – and it's not just, and I value, like, you know, when people call me, or I mean, I'm saying people, but like, it's really just like, you call me, or like, family called me, or like, Raj called me to be like, ask me about a plan I've told him about 10 times. Like, and <laughs> he's like, what, where's dinner again today? Like, that's where what kind of calls I typically get. But still,
2: I always will ask people. <laughs> okay, I care I mean, about okay. okay. I love it. Cause like, it, it happens a lot, but it, it's like funny though. It's really just funny, and I'm like, I'm always like, no, it's fine. We're good.
1: You're like we're good. Don't don't give me too much attention. Okay, stop giving me so much affection.
2: But like that's all to say is that like Divya and I have created a space and an environment with one another where we feel like safe.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's why, like,
2: I know when we have any type of conversation, it's a bridge and not a battlefield. Yeah. I can and that it can comfortably. <laughs> I love that. I, I
1: totally agree because that's exactly what conversations are supposed to be. And I think we need to be able to practice that not only in our romantic relationships, but in our friendships, too, because, mm-hmm. like, that's what friendship is for. It's for companionship. It's such a unique relationship that's outside of family relationships or yeah. romantic relationships. So we want to be able to feel like conversations are bridges and they're exciting and they feel, you know, lively. And they're not battlefields that we feel, oh, God, I'm going through something or I'm kind of upset at my friend and I don't know how to bring it up to them.
2: Sitting more upset in your feelings instead of a hot, instead of having a conversation only makes things worse than better. Yeah because you're just holding on to like something maybe small or big for so long and then what happens is like you have built up resentment. Mhm. And so like I don't know, I challenge whoever is listening to this if you've been meaning to like have a conversation with someone or been feeling a certain type of way to go about it with think of it thinking of it as a bridge and not a battle a battlefield and like you'll be feeling so much better after like, with from whoever you're like not talking to because you feel like it's just going to be a tough conversation or like a friend that you've been missing, but you haven't been able to say that you miss them. Like I challenge you to go do that because like you will feel more of a relief. Yeah. Anything.
1: So true. Like just take that moment to go and do it, to go say something and it's going to be really meaningful to people. Like I think we underestimate how much meaning our words can have for people.
2: I know. It's it's funny because, like, we, even with you, like, someone I talk to mostly every day, like, we forget how much, like, we pre- appreciate one another until, like, you know, we'll see each other. And, like, it'll be like, oh, I'm so glad I have you in my life. Like, yeah. it's so great to see you and things like that. Like, we just, we take a lot of these things for granted, I think, exactly most of the time. And, like, I think yeah. we are in the holiday season. So it's, like, something to reflect about as well. And, like, we're at the end of the year Um, going into 2024, have those tough conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Relationships.
1: Yeah. And that 2024 can be the year that we start to make conversations like bridges and not battlefields. Love it. What a good, what a good ending. I think that's something I'm going to hold on to in terms of what to do. And then I love also your little encouragement for people to find ways to let people know that they care about them because especially now things can get so busy and we forget to tell people that we love them we care about them and it's just a good reminder to do that
2: yeah i agree so thanks again guys for being so patient with us and again we're back ready to go (laughs) ready to roll again we'll see you guys in the next episode see you next time bye Bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about.
1: So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in
2: weekly. We so appreciate your support, and we'll brew some conversations with you next week.
3: The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos.